Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. For the safety of you and others, please make sure all hands, feet, and arms remain inside. And please watch your children. And now, let the show begin. Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. A show dedicated to the love of animation and feeling like a kid again. So let's go back in time to when cats defended Third Earth. Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. A masked duck protected the streets of St. Canard. I am the terror that flaps in the night. And knowing was half the battle. Yo, Let's go back with Saturday Morning Rewind and your host, Tim Nidell. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. Of course, I am Tim Nadell, and today I am being joined by a special guest. Special guest, stop making so much noise. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm putting some. I'm putting some. Uh, some of my markers away in a drawer. Okay. Yeah. I'm, test, I'm testing out a new phone, so I didn't think you'd hear that. But this, this <laughs> new phone is remarkable, picking up sound. It sure is. So, <laughs> should I open and close the drawer again for dramatic effect? Yeah. Do it. Do it. Listen to that. Oh, my god! That's technology, kids. You're making podcast history right now. I am. <laughs> Adam, introduce yourself. How are you, Tom? Good, good. So, of course, I'm talking about Adam the Woo, YouTube's Adam the yeah. Woo. And uh, we actually met up a few weeks ago inside Disneyland and did a special ride-through of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, which was amazing. That was really cool, yeah, riding. You said, I would like to do an interview with you at Disneyland. And I said, what better way in doing that than on a ride on Mr. Toad's and long now, ride? So and now cool. I'm addicted to doing that. I'm going to keep doing that as much as I can because that was fun. Yeah, it's a good idea. I, I didn't think about it when you originally brought it up about uh, we were going to stand in front of Mr. Toad's and just talk about the history of it a little. Uh, I'm like, well, you should just bring your microphone on the ride. Yeah. It worked out pretty well. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a blast. And I just put the YouTube video up last night. I tweeted you out, and you retweeted it. So thank you for that. So yeah, I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to. I'm actually filming my vlog for tomorrow right now. What? And I'm documenting. I'm documenting this That's for insane. tomorrow's vlog. For the vlog, today's vlog, or tomorrow's vlog, whichever way you look at it. <laughs> so I'm documenting this podcast currently wow so it's kind of like my mind's all over the place i can't even comprehend <laughs> all this crazy technology that we're dealing with in 2016 it isn't quite insane isn't it um when did you when did you start youtubing i started doing youtube about five years ago really that's about give it, or huh? take uh, full-time probably four years ago okay consider my full-time youtube career starting off in november of 2011 okay give I or take I and think, then I started doing daily vlogs about three and a half years ago. So July will be four years. I think I found you about three years ago. And they get, I don't even know how. I think it was, of course, it was Disney related, I think. I'm not sure, though. It was through Justin, though. I was watching Justin first. But he, yeah, him and I did a lot of videos together. We still do. Yeah. But back then, it's like every video, he was in my videos, I was in his videos. So we were just kind of hanging out every day a lot. So my podcast is about uh, being a kid again. I, I interview a ton of voice actors from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. 
So uh, I'm venturing off just a little bit for this one talking to you, but I want to talk to you about your childhood, if that's okay. Yeah, definitely. What what kind of cartoon? That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. That was that was half a century ago. Seriously, we're getting old. So my my memory might be a little shaky on the subject. But <laughs> what were your some of your favorite cartoons growing up? Favorite cartoons probably Scooby Doo, um, Rescue Rangers. Oh, yeah, were good. Um, Ducktales were a good one. Of course, one of my favorites. And of course, probably favorite was probably the Roadrunner versus the Coyote. Okay, those, those were classic. Those were classics. And Cartoons then, that would probably not be made today. No, they sure wouldn't. <laughs> the old Looney Tunes were, were pretty genius. Oh my goodness! All the God. all the Mel Blanc stuff and, and all that. Yeah, no, you can't. And you can't. If, if they could make those today, they wouldn't even get close to how genius they were back in the day. I don't think you could get away with the like the violence in it. No, and maybe you could, or at least at least not as far as a mainstream cartoon. You could probably get away with it on. A cable network, or yeah, yeah, maybe you know, the internet, the internet, or something. Yeah, like yeah, because nowadays you can't even show a gun on cartoons. So, did you hear about how they're revamping the Popeye character? No, what are they doing? So they're bringing Popeye back without a pipe, and they're removing his anchor tattoo. Oh, <laughs> so, so basically, Popeye's just going to be a normal guy <laughs> with muscles. Is he going like, to Is he going to have like glasses on and be like a hipster now? <laughs> hipster Popeye. <laughs> I think I think olive oil was kind of always a hipster. Though. Yeah, yeah, she kind of kind of like she was kind of dappered out a little bit, you know, most of the time. She kind of had the she kind of had a little hipster thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about that a year ago, but I haven't seen anything come to fruition yet. So maybe the powers that be decided against her, but it was trending there on the internet for. Ugh. A little while, everybody was up in arms about it. Well, it seems like everything's trending nowadays. I mean, people can make a sandwich and it can be trending on Facebook. I know it's it's wonderful. It's a wonderful world to relive. You, you know, it's may I'll be trending tomorrow. The next day, you'll be trending, and then yes, we'll just flip a coin on which one of us will be trending next week. <laughs> so you grew up a lot in Florida, right? I lived in Florida for twenty five years. Moved there in nineteen ninety one. I lived in seventeen, sixteen or seventeen. So started my late teens and my early adulthood and in Florida. Most of my childhood was in Oklahoma. Okay. Or the panhandle of Florida. Yeah, that's where I live. Before lived. we moved to that's... Central Florida. Yeah, we talked about that in the ride. I lived near Panama City Beach and you lived there for a little bit too. Yeah, near uh, Eggland Air Force Base and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice I live in a little town called Niceville. I've heard. Yeah, isn't that where the Jim Carrey movie was filmed? Truman Show? Is that Truman Show was in a place called Seaside. Seaside, that's right. Which was close closer to Panama City in that area, I think. It's yeah. probably an hour from Niceville. Give okay. Take. Okay. Yeah, I know I've heard of Niceville. I lived in Blentstown, Florida, just about forty five minutes um east of Panama City Beach. Oh, very cool. Is it Blunstown or Blunt? Blunt? Blunstown. B L O U N T. So it, sh- it should be okay. Blount, but Blunstown. Okay, I thought you said blimps, like like the Goodyear blimp, <laughs> flying around in a blimp. Oh, that would be amazing, though. People, of course, Niceville. Of course, everyone has the joke for Niceville. Everyone is nice. No one is mean. Oh, I'm sure. But I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. There were some, there were some angry people in that time. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of Two Egg, Florida? I have. Okay, yeah. Isn't, not... two, eggs, isn't two Egg supposed to be like the smallest town? It, yeah, I think, I, people-wise? I think so. I think so. 
Yeah. That wasn't too I far from us. Place. It wasn't too far from us, I don't think. It's like an hour from us. I've been there once. I drove through for some reason. I don't remember why. You kind of have to. If you're anywhere near the vicinity of two eggs. Yeah, yeah, do it. You have, you have to stop by and get a photo or something <laughs> with the sign. So growing up in Florida, when was your first trip into Disney World? Well, I we went to Disney World as a family on vacation every year, even before I moved to Florida. So wherever we lived, my dad was a preacher. We'd move around a lot. You know, every couple of years, my dad would get a different church. So we moved everywhere. I was born in uh, Mississippi, and then we moved to Alabama, Georgia, and moved to Oklahoma. And in that time period, we'd always take two vacations, one to my grandparents for Christmas, and then the other week that my parents would get off of work, that we would go down to Florida to Disney World. So once a week, or once a year for a week, we would go to Disney World. So that's how I remember Disney World was going there on vacation from out of state uh-huh. to visit. So even before I moved there, when I was 16 or 17, I had already been probably 20, 25 times. Wow. Even even before that, yeah. So I kind of had a good handle on you know, the memories of Disney World yeah. until yeah. I moved there. Then started going more often, and people would sign us in. People in my dad's church would, who worked there would sign us in, and later in life got the annual passes. and go all the time but my original memories were all just vacation memories and what's your i know you get this a lot but what's your favorite attraction probably haunted mansion at both parks that would be my go-to i'd say i always say between pirates and haunted mansion the only reason i choose haunted mansion is because it's a much more comfortable ride through <laughs> because i'm a big guy i'm six three yeah i'm slightly not on the thin side yeah so for me sitting in those really uncomfortable board seats for 15 minutes, especially at you know, Disneyland, the ride is so long. By the time you get off of it, you're just, your back yep. is not exactly in the best condition. That's, so that's for the, me, a Haunted Mansion is better. Sitting in a dune buggy, there's nothing better than comfortable. Especially in Florida, the dune buggies are padded, Oh, which is amazing. You can almost fall asleep on those things. I'm 6'4", so I hit my head on the dune buggy in, at Disneyland. So it's not ah. as comfortable for me. I don't like that. Oh, interesting. See, I've, I've heard complaints about you know about a lot of the girls that wear the, the mini ears. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they will say that they don't like riding Haunted Mansion if they have the ears on because the ears won't fit yeah. in the dune buggy. But for me, I, just, I don't know. I guess 6'3 I guess is a little bit different than 6'4, and I just barely you know, go underneath the threshold of the top of the dune buggy. Yeah, so. it's not so annoying because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't bother me too bad. I can just slouch a little bit, and it doesn't bother me, but it's not as comfortable as it should be. But I can definitely. Here's a little. Here's a little weird thing about when I get in the Doom buggy. If I'm riding with someone, I let. This is at Disneyland, not not Disney World, but at Disneyland when the lap bar closes. If I'm sitting on the far right, my right knee gets hit by the lap bar that comes <laughs> down. If there's two people in the Doom buggy, so I let someone go in front of me, and I sit on the left of the Doom buggy. And I'm completely comfortable. So wow. I'm more comfortable sitting on the left than the right. For some bizarre huh. reason, I have this weird mental issue with that. <laughs> I let someone go in front of me. And then, or, I let, or I let them go in front of me. And I pretend like I'm going to get on the dune buggy with them. And then I just get on the one behind them. And I have my own dune buggy. <laughs> and I just take like a little cat nap on the, on the yes. mansion. So yes. It works out pretty good either way. Yeah. When we went a few weeks ago with my friend Christian, who you met also, uh, we rode on uh, Pirates, which is my – is. I'm just like you. It's tied for my favorite ride along with Haunted Mansion. And uh, Pirate, I don't know why they did this, but uh, they let him and I go on by ourselves and nobody else on the ride. We didn't even ask. They just, That's pretty cool. Yeah, they just yeah. told us so we can get on. And it's like, okay. It is great because I was recording audio of the ride through. So I got like a perfect audio ride through of it. No one talking whatsoever. 
That's pretty cool. So you filmed the whole thing, or you, or you documented it with the with the podcast, Mike? I'm going. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's going to be coming up it's on a cool. future episode later. Because he or your buddy that was with you was filming with yep. his camera. Yep. So now you got video of it, and you got you got good audio. Exactly. Yeah. He's actually going to make. Sometimes a... we. Sorry. Go, go ahead. I was going to say sometimes when you ride pirates, it'll be just you'll be on the boat by yourself, and then all of a sudden, a group of about thirteen school kids <laughs> will jump on behind you, and they they you could tell they have no interest in the ride whatsoever they're just doing something to get out of the heat yeah so they're on the ride and they're just talk they're talking about you know what happened last week at like soccer practice and it's like so loud and obnoxious and you get this whole ride through you can't hear any of the audio so you lucked out with with being on there by yourself yeah exactly i don't understand that too i, was, I saw a ton of teenage girls on their phone the whole ride through i don't get it I can't really hate on the being on the phone because I'm on my phone way too much anyway, but I'm usually not talking on my phone. I'm usually yeah. like, you know, Instagramming or something like that, which I've had this lately. I've had this philosophy where I try to go to the park and I just turn my phone off. Like I'll put it on airplane mode and I've wanted to either rent a locker or leave my phone in my van and try it. But I haven't got the gumption up to do that yet. Ooh, yeah. So I think how cool would it be to go to the park with no distractions at all. Like no one can call you, no one can text you. You can't check any social media for updates or oh, man. see what anyone's doing. And just spend like, you know, half a day in the park with with no cell phone. Just it would probably be a whole different experience. I don't think you can do it. Is that a challenge? Yeah. You challenge me right do now? It. Yeah. I challenge you right but now. How would you how would you know? How would you know? I wouldn't be able to tweet about <laughs> it. I wouldn't be able to tell the world. So no one it's kinda of like if the tree falls in the woods well, and no the, one's around, does anyone hear it? The next thing could apply to me going there the next day you can vlog about it how you took my challenge hmm. now so, if i vlog well if i vlogged it while i was there yeah then that would defeat the purpose it's gotta be the next yeah, day so, then it's gotta yeah be so it's like a, it's a tangled web that mm-hmm. i'm weaving for myself oh man yeah, it's a tough one the life so, you live is, is, is it sounds good in theory but hypothetically yeah it probably will happen and realistically it probably won't happen <laughs> next time i go there i'll be you know periscoping instagram and tweeting I'll be, you know, calling everybody, my friends and the family, telling them what ride I'm on. I'll be podcasting on Mr. Toad again. It's just over. I'll be just overwhelmingly using social media in every aspect. <laughs> that's the reality. If I say one thing and I do another, that's that's pretty much what I'm what I'm stating right now. So I recently saw one of your um, recent vlogs where you're talking about you're taking a, a little break from Disneyland. So mm-hmm. how many how yeah. many days do you have left from your break? I think I'm like nine, maybe ten days in. So I'm going. A month, well, 28 days, so seven or yeah, four weeks, so 28 days total. And I just, I, I have gone so much that I kind of need to take a, a little chill pill from the, yeah. from the parks. Because I, I've noticed that when you go a lot, like I live five minutes from the park, so I'll go so much sometimes just to get lunch or get a cup of coffee or just to ride, you know, Haunted Mansion and leave. And sometimes just parking in the structure, waiting for the tram, walking the half mile to the park, or dealing with the the, the line to get in, the crowds, like stuff that I I'll start complaining to myself about this stuff. Yeah. And I should I should never complain when I go there. I should never exactly. reach the point where it's uh, is any sort of unhappiness. So I feel the only way to solve that would be to to take a break. And it's 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 you know it's just a way of my brain telling me that I'm just going way too much. Think of me next time, because I live in Montana. I have to either drive the 20 hours there or fly there mm-hmm. and then pay for a hotel for multiple, multiple nights and then pay for a ticket. I know. You're in a good position. I, I, I would, yeah, I was mentioning that um, earlier today to someone about 
it's hard for me to complain about anything at Disney because not everyone can go all the time. I'm in a situation where I live close enough and I have an annual pass where I can go all the time. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, from a different person's perspective, they're like, why are you complaining? And why would I be complaining? Because there's definitely nothing to complain about. Mm. It's pretty funny though. When I hung out with you for a little bit of time in the park, I noticed a a difference. I hung out with Justin Scarred also in the park uh, last summer and uh, he was getting recognized left and right. People like always want to talk to him, but that didn't happen with you. Do you get approached very often in the park? Occasionally, but I've noticed I kind of, lately I've been I haven't been posting where I will be okay. on social media. So if I go to the park, I try not to. I haven't done Periscope in about eight weeks, seven or eight weeks, and I've noticed that since I've tapered off of Periscope, a lot of times people don't realize where you are in the park. So, you know, if you if if you're going on Haunted Mansion, you start periscoping it, even if the signal cuts out and people are watching live and they realize, okay, he's in the stretch room right now, which means I have 10 minutes to get from the other side of the park over to the exit of Haunted Mansion. As he's exiting Haunted Mansion, they'll be waiting there where if they don't if they don't have that information, you know, directly through Periscope or by posting on Instagram or Twitter, I've noticed that that helps a lot with people congregating in an area kind of yeah. waiting around. If that makes, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. So I've, I've tapered back on social media a lot, you know, and that's, that's kind of helped a lot in that situation where people aren't, you know, <laughs> kind of hunting me down around wherever the park I go. Oh, it's gonna be so weird. No, it's cool. It's, it's, it's always cool to, to put a face, you know, with a number. Cause when you, you look at a YouTube view, you think, wow, okay, this video got 500 views. In your mind, you don't think that there are really 500 people watching something yeah. until you meet someone and you realize, wow, it's just, yes, you know, that person is just like me. They're a real person. They're not a number. You know, it's, 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 it is an interesting feeling yeah, to, sure. to meet someone that's on the same wavelength and has the same passions and thought processes as you. And, and then you become friends with a lot of people. You know, a lot of my really good friends I've met through YouTube and, I feel the, the same, likes of the yeah. internet. So. I feel the same way because I have a, a co-host every now and then, Gary. We met because I was doing the podcast by myself, and he was a fan, and he wrote like a really incredible iTunes review, and I hunted him down. We became friends on Twitter and Facebook, and then now he's a co-host of mine. And then uh, very cool. Same thing. Yeah, with, so same thing. Out. Same thing with Christian, the guy you met. He was a listener for like a good five months. I didn't know who he was. Come to find out, we live in the same town. <laughs> so yeah. So now we're good friends too. So the, I, I always like to say the internet, you know, it definitely can be used for a lot of really bad things, but there's a lot of positive things that people forget about, about the internet. And that's definitely one of them. All right. So I don't want to take too much of your time. Do you have anything coming up you wanted to talk about or anything you want to promote? Well, I've changed. I, I have two YouTube channels. I have what I call the main channel, which is like the adventure videos, filming locations and abandoned places and stuff like that. And then I have a vlog that I do every day. It's called the daily Lou on YouTube. And that blog was unedited every day. I did an unedited blog for like 20 or 30 minutes of time sometimes. And that I did that for three and a half years until last week. I switched formats where I still haven't missed a day, but now I'm editing mm-hmm. the video. So I'm putting more content, more of the day. So I'm filling in more stuff that I'm doing. So I've, I've kind of changed formats a little bit, even though I'm still continuing it. It's I think it's the, a better change for the better. Some people you- are kind of hesitant on it but yeah i think in the long run i think it's going to be kind of the wave of the future in my opinion i think it's going to be going to be good yeah and i'm gonna tell you the truth i prefer the edited over the non-edited 
of your videos. See? Yeah, there you go. Because I, I was laughing hysterically when you were seeing, when you were doing that bike scene on your first. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> I uh, for yeah for those that don't know the first the first day I switched formats to the edited, I was doing this crazy bike shot where I was just riding a bike down this trail, doing all these really funny cuts and putting my own music over it like mouth beatbox kind of music over it and then i found this children's slide this 30 foot children's slide the longest children's slide i've ever seen in my life and i thought wow this would be great for the vlog i'll set the camera on the ground and i'll ride down this slide and you know obviously it did not go as well as i thought it would have gone it went well for us but not for you it went well for the viewer and looking back on it, it was pretty funny, but I still have the road rash and the oh, man. sore sore knee and the half broken rib to to show for it. But yeah, it was it was it was an epic first, you know, edited vlog experience. <laughs> 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 so that, that the video's up there, documented for the world to see, and it'll it'll always be up on there on the, the Daily Woo channel. So. Well, Adam, thank you so much for coming on. It was a blast hanging out with you a few weeks ago, and it's a blast talking with you now. No, thanks for having me. I'm going to play our, my outro, which I want you to hear because you said you're a Looney Tunes fan, so I want you to hear my Looney Tunes outro. So here it is. All right, sounds good. Here it is right here. Thanks for listening to Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks.